You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home Abroad, and we're hearing greetings from across the Atlantic from some wonderful artists who live, perform, and entertain in Ireland and around the world as well. And Michelle Lally, originally from Bandlestone, County Galway, where I have a very soft spot for um, Michelle. Um, Wonderful music, and last year I got my hands on Michelle's album, and I'm delighted that we share it regularly on the playlist, because Michelle would not be a traditional Irish singer in the sense that people look on traditional Irish singer. Michelle's into the jazz and the blues, and soul, and does a wonderful job on it, and really does get into soul, but Michelle also has... um, uh, an album that's getting a lot of play at this time of the year, all called The Town. We'll, we'll, we'll cover a little bit of that. But what we're going to talk to Michelle about is what her recollections are of growing up in Banlaslow as a little girl around this time of the year. And were there any family traditions and were there any special people around Banlaslow that um, bring a smile to her face? Michelle, welcome and thanks a million for coming along. Thank you, Austin. Thanks for having me. Um delighted to be here talking to you. So the, the floor is yours. Ah, so my memories of Christmas as a child. Um, Christmas was a very simple time for us, to be honest with you. Um, the excitement of, of Santa Claus coming was, or Santi as we all called him, Santi coming um, was really what was on our minds as children. Um, watching the lights go up in the town, you know, on the Christmas tree. They put a big Christmas tree up in the middle of the town and watching that go up. There wasn't, you know, obviously we we didn't have the lights on the houses at that time. It was the candle in the window. Yeah. Um, for anybody who was maybe not at home at Christmas or out on the roads or traveling or whatever, it was the old custom of doing things. Um, the excitement of taking the Christmas tree down at the attic and putting it up and putting all the same decorations up every year on the, on the tree. And, uh, the tree was very unique because Every year we made our own personal decorations at school and brought them home and put them on the tree. So I suppose, you know, as we get older and as, you know, the years have progressed, Christmas trees have got very fancy, very glittery and um, very uniform and, and, and all, you know, the colours are the same and everything is is matching. Where our, our tree wasn't like that at all. Our tree had bits of pieces of paper and there were old robins that were made out of toilet roll holders and um, the tree was like a memory tree really because every year you you put it up and you put new decorations on you saw the decorations from the year before and the year before and the year before and I think sometimes and and maybe not so much in everybody's house but I think some houses maybe they lose that you know nowadays but I remember our tree being um, not particularly a beautiful tree but beautiful to uh, for us Beautiful to us. It was a very unique tree. It was our tree. It was a memory tree. Um, and uh, I think my mum still has the very same tree, puts up the very same decorations to this day. Right. I was going, so to, there ask you, you go. I was going to ask you, have any of the decorations survived? So you're telling me they have. Yeah, they yeah. have. They have. She is a great woman for um, keeping stuff. <laughs> and Too much that- stuff sometimes, but she keeps all the things. And as you talk about that, what's going through my head is I recall the decorations that were on the tree at the time, aside from what you made yourself, were very different in many ways than they are now. That there were um, 
I don't know how to put it in a way, but they were nearly more artistic. Like what we get now, a lot of it's mass produced plastic. But yeah, there, there was personality about the decorations. There were. And, you know, it's it's amazing the nostalgia that you get from seeing certain types of decorations, even if it's tinsel. Now yeah. a lot of people would almost turn their nose up at tinsel. But tinsel back when I was a child was, you know, you just stare at it and see the glimmer of the of the little bits of coloured paper, tin foil type paper blowing in the wind or kind of, you know, uh, just just the way it lit up the room. Um, you know, it was, it, we didn't have fairy lights going on all over the place. It's just on the tree, the few fairy lights on the tree. But the tinsel dressed up the room. You know, you put it across the, the, the mantelpiece. Mm-hmm. The days before big garlands and all that, you know, we had a very simple life. You know, there was no big grand decorations or grand um, things going on in the house. It was all very simple and, and it was all, as you said, very, you know, unique to ourselves as well because we made a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so, be- so, Michelle, what were you likely to find in the in the stock? Ah. Uh, we, for us now, the, when the when the stockings went up on the uh, fireplace, um, it was sweets and it was little things like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you got your you got your presents from Santa Claus, and that was it. And what were you getting, you know, from Santa? Because a lot of time, um, I know it was the time when people may have got a new pair of shoes or they might have got new clothes, new shirt, things like that. Mm. Because, again, in the late 50s, early 60s particularly, there wasn't a lot of money mm. around. And it was that time where it was you got your new wardrobe. Um, yeah. Were, were, in your case, was that time still there? Or were you getting given something to have fun with other than the box? No, we were. Yeah, we were. like. So I grew up in the 70s. So, it, you know... Um, Santi came and coming to us in the seventies, brought me like, you know, baby dolls or Cindy dolls or, you know, um, it was always dolls, dolls houses. Oh, actually, did I even have a doll's house? I didn't. I made a doll's house out of cardboard <laughs> and I made little, yeah. So I didn't have a doll's house. It wasn't, I wasn't, we weren't like, you know, it wasn't that fancy, but baby dolls. I loved tiny tears and I loved those ones that you could feed and you'd have to change the nappy and all that. Crap. Um, <laughs> excuse the pun. <laughs> but, um, so you had, home, you had homeless dolls. We had homeless dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made a home. I made a home for them right. and they were very happy in those homes. Um, but no, as far as the clothes and the shoes, my dad would bring us to Galway every year. And we'd go into Duns or Pennies. Um, I think it was Duns at the time out in Terryland. And we could go in there and we could buy a new outfit for Christmas. Right. New shoes and new skirt and a new top or whatever we wanted. That was our, and that was our Christmas clothes then. We'd wear them to mass Christmas morning. And Michelle, yeah. where, where do you come in the family and how many of you, how many siblings? I'm the oldest of three. Okay. Uh, I have a sister and a brother younger. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, yeah, his toys would have been very different. So it was catering to two girls and one little boy. Yes. Yes. Well, by the time he came along in the mid seventies, um, oh yeah, his, his toys were very different now because he was into different things. Like he was into chips. Do you remember chips on, on TV? Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The California oh, Highway Patrol. Yes. 
he got the helmet and the badge and the glasses and the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, very different to us. And, and then as he got older, he was into like, um, rally bikes and stuff like that. You know, we weren't into any of that, that kind of stuff, but yeah. he was. So yeah, he was a baby. Ah, oh, he got spoiled. All right. But so that's the same in every family. No, it's not. I'm the baby. I didn't get spoiled. Oh, yeah. You say that. So he, I'd say my brother says that too. <laughs> so, so what about Christmas carols? Christmas carols. Yeah. Um, which are my favorites? Is that what you're asking? No, I said like, or, did you, were you in the choir? Did you go down to St. Michael's Church? Oh, or what, what, no, what was the I scene? wasn't part. No, I wasn't part of that at all. Um, isn't it funny? We, you know, at school we'd have, you know, I was in the music class and, you know, we'd do lots of singing and, and there was always plays at Christmas time and I'd always be part of those. But I, um, and in Banlasloe there was, um, there was a singing group and I was, I was part of that as a child. All right. And you're bringing it all back to me now. I forgot about that. But, uh, in, the, in the church choir, no, I wasn't part of the church choir. But I loved, um, I loved Christmas carols. So I'd be down in the, in the, the main part of the church. I'd be singing with them, all right. But I wasn't up in the gallery with them at all. Right. But they're lovely. They're lovely memories to have. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and of course, because, um, the tree there in Banlasloe is up at the top of the square, going down into the church, when you come out from the midnight mass and everything is, yeah. um, lit and everything, there's an atmosphere. There is an atmosphere, yeah. And I just remember that as a child, you know, and the way the, the shop windows would have, again, tinsel and all the Christmas presents, you know, gifts ideas in the, mm-hmm. the shop windows. And, you know, it could be Old Spice for men, you know, that I'd have to get for my dad. I'd get Old Spice gift set every year for my dad. <laughs> and, you know, it was the, oh, such simple times. And then you'd have... Santa would be set up then in square, kind of in a in a in a shed of some sort, or a van, the back of a van, or a lorry, or something like that. And you'd go in to see him, and um, you'd go in and you'd tell him what you want for for Christmas, and he'd send you off with the lucky bag. Then you'd get a lucky bag, and you'd, you'd dip into the lucky bag, and you'd be, you know, be, he would have one one bin on the right hand side for girls, and a bin on the right left hand side for boys. So you knew you were going to get something for girls at least, you know. Right. Um, it could be a colouring book or it could be a little plastic doll or it could be something, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we were so happy with those things. Yeah. Do you remember any of the characters or were there any characters still around at that stage in Banaslow? Um, no, no. I can't remember. My yeah. memory has really gone very bad, but no, I can't really remember. I remember a lot of... See, my father had a pub in town right. and so... A lot of the characters are people that would come in and out to the pub. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we'd go up there after school. We'd go up there for lunch during school. We'd go up and have our lunch there. Dad would go down and put on, um, you know, a, a steak and, a steak and kidney pie. It was a frozen thing you'd put into the microwave. Right. right. <laughs> and, uh, we'd have that and go back off to school again. So some of the characters that were the people that used to come in and out to the pub there. And, um, and they were lovely. They were lovely, uh, Lovely, I have some lovely memories of some of them, and they used to be great uh, at singing and you know telling stories and things like that. They were always very kind to us, you know, right. and always giving us the few coppers, whatever they had in their in their pockets. You know, they were just it was just those days. Yes. You know, you'd be happy to get five pence and go down then and get penny sweets down in in Hills shop yeah. on the corner. You know, yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah. So you took you got into a career in music, and as I said at the beginning, very much jazz, blues, and and that side of it. And it has been a very difficult time for artists. Nearly two years at this stage coming on, um, and I know it's particularly difficult if one you that's how you earn your living, but it's also how you feed your soul. Um, yeah. And how how have things been for you? Yeah, well, I've been okay actually because I've been doing um, a little bit. You know, I've, I'm I'm here in a studio now at the moment, so um, I could be working away just doing backing vocals for somebody here because we have a studio here, so the other half is producer, so he'd be working away on things all the time. So it's my, it might not be from my stuff, but I've been doing a few things. I've been doing a couple of little duets and putting them out on Facebook and. You know, I think the great thing about this uh, this time is that people have had a reset button and they've been able to sit back and kind of maybe rethink. Um, but also it's been a great time to maybe collaborate with other people, whether it's just for a Facebook Live or whether it's for, um, you know, upcoming gigs or whatever. It's really been very – you can still be creative even when it's quiet and you're not doing gigs. You could still – find something to do and you know I'll always be singing it's, mm-hmm. it's sad that the, the gigs are gone it's sad mm-hmm. you know even anything that was that was supposed to come up for Christmas has all been cancelled mm-hmm. um, but you know I think we just have to wait it out and be patient it'll come back and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hopefully will. sooner than later <laughs> and your um, Christmas song uh, from the fan of Johnny B um a wonderful, a wonderful poet, a wonderful creator of music. Um, you've uh, worked with Johnny B for a while. Yes, yes. Johnny is, uh, as you said, he's a great creator and a great man for words. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I love the Christmas song. When himself and Kieran Cannon sent me the song last year, I, I immediately jumped at the opportunity to, to sing it. I loved it. Um, I love Christmas songs anyway. So to do something that is completely original, nobody else has done it. And it's about Galway. You know, mm-hmm. I love Galway. I am a real Galway girl. Like, I love it. I love everything about Galway. And um, so to be able to sing it and um, I I love I love it. It was a great opportunity. Um, I love working with Johnny and Kieran and I uh, hope to do more in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. Please God. Yeah. Well, Michelle, we're going to wrap up and we're going to share your music with the listener. And it's been a real pleasure chatting with you and reconnecting. And uh, hopefully in 2022, you get back on stage. And uh, I know from time to time, hopefully we can have a chat. Yes, please, God. And thank you very much, Austin. And happy Christmas to you and to all your listeners.